Now, what would be the odds that that was happening again, that that wasn't a new report? Was that a new report or an old report? That's what I'm asking. Is it a new report or an old report? Is that a new report? Well, we don't know. When a seasoned sports fan teams up with a millennial, opinions may vary, but the debates assuredly won't disappoint. Check your sources. It's New Report, Old Report. Here's your hosts, John Lund and Al Renato. Well, Al, another exciting week in athletics. A sad week for football fans of the National Football League as the dust has settled after Super Bowl 55, although nobody circles the wagons quite like the National Football. So we're on to looking forward to draft, free agency, etc. The game ends. The NBA is in full swing, a three-point fest, the overs galore. We're getting closer and closer to March Madness, which is exciting, and pitchers and catchers reported today. But we said it, 20 seconds ago. Nobody circles the wagons like the National Football League. Since we last spoke about Super Bowl 55, things always happen. The Texans decided to tell J.J. Watt, perhaps the only Mr. Texan that will ever get out of that franchise. He wanted out. They said, okay, on we move. Quarterback carousel continue. Who shall wear? Who wants out? Who's not loved enough? What have we missed in a week, Al? Fill in the people on this damn league that we get away from. First of all, hello to all of our throughout the nation listeners podcast. I'm lucky you have to do every week to talk about the National Football League, the A&M, college sports, all of which are back. And we didn't know when they were going to be back a few months back. All back. I'm not going to say in full swing because we still have, obviously, issues with games, cancellations tonight all over college basketball, which you know better than anybody because you cover it and work for these you know, the college networks. But we are in a much better place from a sports standpoint than we were a few months back. We're in a little bit better place with the pandemic than we were a few months back. Continue to make strides. We hope on all fronts. It will only get better for all of us from a health-wise and a sports perspective. Uh, but we're happy we can talk about it every week. And on the birthday of the greatest player in the history of the sport, no folks, not Michael Jordan, the NBA, who is thought of by yours truly as the GOAT, thought by many to be challenged by LeBron James. The one and only true GOAT, the unabashed, unchallenged GOAT. Today is the birthday of not only Michael Jordan, but the great Jimmy Brown, the greatest football player of all time in the history of the NFL and the greatest athlete in the history of the States. Um, Jimmy Brown born today and obviously great GOAT Michael Jordan born today. And on the NFL front, as you said, J.J. Watt looking for a new home, wanted to leave. They gave him his release. Maybe he plays with his brother, although they have to do a lot of work Pittsburgh to work out cap scenarios. Most likely scenario for me, Wisconsin, went to the University of, good fit with Green Bay, although they didn't help on the offensive line. Uh, they had a very offensive uh, The Bills have called. They've got some cap issues. Some think my Ravens may be in the hunt. They'll look for a pass rusher. Let me ask you, Big John, because you're a big man. What's the big man got left? Because J.J. Watt is certainly not the player he once was, and he never seems to stay healthy. He loved Houston, but he loved it so much he wanted to leave, go play some more competitive. What do you think, one, he has left, what he has left, one, and number two, what do you think is the best landing place for J.J. Watt for both player and team? Remember, we eliminate all, although things can change 
change dramatic from season to season in the National Football League as well. But J.J. Watt wants to be in a scenario where he has a chance to win. So let's rule out Jackson. But let's take that out of next right now. Uh, let's take the Jets out of next. Let's take, no disrespect, young quarterback Love uh, and Louisiana Joe. Let's take the Banks out of next by you, Joe Burrow. Let's take, no offense, Den out of the mix. Right. I've heard rumblings of the Giants, so we'll take them out of the mix. I've heard rumblings of the Redskins. We really don't use the Washington football team. But really doesn't need another defensive line. They need weapons on off. Let's take Detroit out of the mix since they're still in the rebuilding process since 1957. And I think I've eliminated everybody who would take out of the Find the effect. Player, team, money for J.J. Watt. Tweeted out today, free agency is why. It's not wrong. I can only imagine free agency. One month. Starts in a month. Starts in a month. Can only imagine how things are going to go. Who's coming after him? I will say to start, you are right in saying he is not the player that he once was. Unfortunately, a lot of that not close. comes from injuries and just comes from being old and comes from fending off multiple guys per possession. It's going to take a toll. I mean, he's. We joke about Gronk being the Tin Man and getting the Tin Man's oil for the Super Bowl to get those two touchdowns. J.J. Watt comes to the game looking like they had to put him together in the back room. He's got a big brace going down the arm, braces on the legs. His nose is still beat up. If you look at it wrong, it starts bleeding. I mean, he is given his all every second of every play for his entire career, and unfortunately, it shows. And unfortunately, it's in a position where if you're not with the right scheme or team, you're not going to be able to say hide him, if you will, on a play or two. Make things a little bit easier. Work with his strengths and make sure you don't show off a lot of his weaknesses. So there's a lot of teams. I shouldn't say a lot. There's some teams that have developed some pretty good defenses that might be able to slide them in there and it would work out. I don't want to give the example of an NBA player that has no more role on his one star franchise. He's just washed. And then he goes to another team, comes off the bench and becomes a six man of the year candidate. The odds would tell you if you're a betting man that which you of course are, I am. Well, that's, Take this with a grain of salt, folks, whatever comes out of my mouth. I don't think the Steelers have enough cap room to bring in JJ Watt to play with his bros. The cap issues are a problem and they don't really have the need at defensive end. It would be more of a video game trade if you were doing this in real life and you had the brothers over to play Madden and you're like, eh, let's trade each other and get on the same team for a couple games. The favorite in Vegas is the Cleveland Browns. JJ Watt was due to make $17.5 million with Houston in 2021. The Browns should have the salary cap space if they would want to sign JJ Watt. And you would be putting him with some guy named Miles Garrett. Who would take the brunt of the defensive line for pretty much every play? Offensive line, I should say. So 
if you're looking to put him next to someone who could take a lot more than J.J. Watt can, there's an example. The Packers have good odds, according to Vegas, of this. Their defense wasn't too bad, but they'd have to make some moves to free things up for J.J. Watt. Now, the mafia has made noise. What does Vegas say about Bill's odds? The Bills are next after the three teams aforementioned. And, and the article all- I'm looking at says, clearly the odds makers didn't see this Valentine's Day tweet from Watt, which says, quote, anyone who could look that stunningly beautiful and wear that much white while crushing a plate of wings right before her wedding ceremony has to be the perfect woman, and I couldn't possibly be more thankful and proud to call her my wife. He is, of course, talking about his wife in her wedding dress eating wings. And folks on the internet put that together to mean that because he said the word wings and then he used a blue and red heart to end the tweet, he obviously is going to the Buffalo Bills. So there you go. Because the the Falcons don't wear blue. There you go. See, you you have to dig deep for these things. Because we know those wings are popular in Atlanta. That's right. Now, are the Ravens in that odds mix? Because other people have mentioned the Ravens. Uh, The Ravens like to bring in defensive players towards the end of their career who can give them not full-time impact, but maybe half the defensive snaps. Uh, They've done it over the years. They just did it with Campbell. Uh, They did it with Eric Weddle. Uh, Could J.J. Watt be... In the mix for you know, in, in the mix for the Ravens to help improve that pass rush, that wouldn't be a bad fit to help him. On that note, let's go to a team that is near and dear to your heart, and a player who has got to be on your all-time list of personal faves. The Denver Broncos are going to have to make a decision with Von Miller, coming off an injury in which he missed the, the entire season. What are the Denver Broncos going to do when it comes time to make their declaration with Von Miller? Are they going to pay him? Are they going to let him go? It's hard to say goodbye. And I'm looking for inside information from you. How healthy is Von Miller? Well, he has a lot of chickens as pets. So I'm assuming part of his rehab has been chasing them around, kind of like Rocky. So I don't have any doubts that he would be ready to play just because of that alone. The training regimen is probably off the charts. It's hard to say goodbye to guys like Von Miller. Every team has had one vital in winning them a Super Bowl championship when the defense was Tremendous. It's about unstoppable for that. Folks, season. it's 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 hard to be a Super Bowl MVP as a defensive player. Now, granted, it's easier when the quarterback is playing with a fused neck, a fused vertebrae, right? But still a legend. But he dominated a Super Bowl. He was a dominant defensive player. He is 30. 32. 32. I thought he was younger than Watt. They're the same age? Are they both 32? I'm sorry. He will turn 32 in March. So 
currently. And what? And what is? I think he's the same. Thirty. Okay. 32. I thought he was a couple years younger than Watt. There's a couple years younger than Watt. I love Von Miller. As well. I love Von Miller. I'd love to see Von Miller in Baltimore. I'd love to see Von Miller as a Raven more than J.J. Watt if Von Lemon Von Miller's got something left in the tank. Because I always thought Von Miller was a better player than J.J. Watt. Just my opinion. My totally, completely unbiased opinion because I have no interest in either team or either player. I thought Von Miller was a more impactful player. One, because he stayed on the field more. J.J. Watt has had a series of injuries over the years uh, that have taken him off the field and obviously you know, hurt his career. Not just in the last couple of years. He's had you know, a, a rather injury-prone career. Warrior, absolutely positively, as you said. But if you're going to tell me to pick between the two, I'm going to pick Von Miller uh, in his prime. And uh, I would probably take a flyer on Von Miller now versus J.J. Watt. Just one man's neutral. Rare, neutral objective opinion. I think he'll have a decent hand in what happens. They'll probably decline his $17.5 million team option because they're probably going to look to pay him less to help the team out, which, of course, every team in the world has done. He has made $126 million in the National Football League, not including commercials, mm-hmm. et cetera. So he might say to them, I'd like to stay here. I'd like to be a Bronco for life, and I'm okay with taking a pay cut or restructuring my deal, whatever the case may be. But does that decision matter or will it be made? Does that decision happen because what the Broncos do at quarterback? Will he wait to see, all right, are you going to bring in or try to bring in Deshaun Watson? Are you going to try to bring in someone else to compete? Well, with they, don't, they, don't, they don't have the draft capital to bring in Watson. So that's not going to happen. So whoever else they bring in is not going to be a mega dollar player. You know, whether it's Jameis Winston or whether it's hey, you, you watch your mouth, for, Al, Jameis Winston trading for Sam Darnold or, you know, wh- whether it's, it's bringing in, uh, who am I leaving out? Uh, that's, you know, I, I, I can't, you know, Mitchell Trubisky, he, he's not going to cost him a ton of money. Um, Carson now, Wentz, Al. Car, now, Carson but, but Wentz. Carson Wentz is under contract, is he not? Thank God. But it, don't they have to take that contract? They'd have to work to get him, yes. Right? It would take effort. So I, I don't see them doing that. Um, so I don't see them where the, the, the quarterback position is going to cost them a lot of money. Now they could also draft again. You know, have you already given up on your young quarterback? Oh yeah. You have. I'm good. Yep. Absolutely. And do you think the Denver organization has given up on him? I would say 50, 50. It is Better for me to have a new GM now at the helm because with that usually means that GM will want quote unquote his guys. 
especially at the quarterback position? Two years. Yeah. It's quick. I didn't like it's it quick. in the first place, but yeah. it's quick. It's quick. And well, it would be just get in line. It it really Denver, is amazing. Right? It it's amazing how the game forget about the way the game has changed in terms of becoming a, a passing dominant league and you know, you can't touch guys. The numbers are just so off the charts. But part and parcel of that is the emphasis on the position and what has coincided with the emphasis on the position is the total change of heart with respect to the position. Don't throw them into the mix. Don't rush them. Let them learn from watching. Be patient. That basically is no more than a year of watching. It used to be two, three years just to watch, get his feet wet, get him in a couple games, get him some snaps. Now it's two and three games at most. And in you go, go get him, kid. Two, three years, done. Our patience has been tried. You've been tried. Not working. We're moving on. And then, well, we got a new coach after the first year. Doesn't matter. What? I, I had to learn a completely new system. Too bad. And, and, and you're going to have to learn another new system because you're not going to be in this system any longer. So you know, where is Sam Darnold going to wind up? Where is Jameis? Remember, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, 1-2 in the draft. Both gone from those franchises. Both not sure if they'll be with their second teams come next year. Sam Darno, one of the quarterback class, could be gone. Josh Rosen, already is long gone. Josh Allen, thumbs up. Shaken Baker, thumbs up. Lamar, thumbs up. Three out of five ain't bad. Three out of five is pretty good. When you think about it, all of the playoffs, uh, Allen improving dramatically. Lamar already an MVP. Josh Allen off the charts. You know, going to be in a top five MVP voting this year, probably. I'm, I'm guessing he might get as high as second. He might get as high as second. Probably third behind Mahomes, but he might get as high as second. Nick Wright's head could explode, as that one Bills Mafia uh, uh, poster said that my best friend from home texted me. Um, but obviously, Rodgers is, is going to win the MVP. Um, so you had you know one total bust in Josh Rosen. I still like Sam. Sam, I am to be continued. Uh, the other three, you know, I mean, I th I think that you got to say tremendous so far. MVP, top three MVP, and first one to take the Browns to the playoffs you know, since uh, eighteen fifty nine. So, uh, 
three out of five or sixty percent, that's not too shabby. What's going to happen this year? Well, we're going to see the top top picks obviously going to be quarterback. Rumors are already flying that the Bills are going to take uh, the BYU quarterback at number two. Todd McShay's got him going there. So how many quarterbacks are going to go this year? We've got to replace one franchise legend in Drew Brees. We've got to replace a guy whose numbers are legendary, even though he never made it to a Super Bowl in Indianapolis after one year there in the Cowboy tie. Um, Philadelphia has fallen out of favor. Where is he going to wind up? They've got their quarterback. It looks like they've decided that Jalen Hurts is the new, is the new game in town in Philly. Chicago, I, I believe the jig is up for, Mitch Trubis- for Mitchell Trubisky. We've already changed seats in Detroit and Los Angeles. Cam Newton, is he home or is he going to find another one? Can he throw? Says he's healthy. Very curious. Says he wants to play. Where's he going to play? A lot of question marks. Let's take a quick break to pay the bills. He's Al Renato. I'm John Lund. We'll be right back with the new report, old report here on Sports Radio America. We welcome you back. I'm John Lund. He's Al Renato, and this is the new report, old report. Who's the best team for you of this bunch? that is in need of the quarterback position, Phil. Freeway teams that need one, who's the best team that's got to make a decision? I think you could argue the Colts are at the top of that list. Ahead of the Saints? Ahead of the Saints. Simply for the fact that for a one-year season, I would think think you'd have an easier time getting immersed with the Colts than you would the Saints. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe I'm giving the Saints too much credit for being a difficult offense to learn or one that you need some time to gel with, which Drew Brees had with all his guys. Talent-wise, the Saints are there putting a quarterback behind that old line and letting them cook. As they say, look what happened with Phil rivers, 11 and five slinging it. Sometimes I think they did that in spite of them. Yes. Slinging it. <laughs> they built a great running game for him after a while. Jonathan Taylor's Jonathan Taylor's going to be a really good bat. Phenomenal. As long as he hangs out of the football. Yep. Durable, big, fast, strong. Um, and I think he's got a guy running the show who's not going to wear him out. He knows what he's got. Mm-hmm. He was durable at Wisconsin, but, you know, I, I don't think Frank Reich is going to put him in a position where I don't want to say that they're putting the kid in Tennessee in that position. Because Derrick Henry is big and he's strong and he's rough and he's tough. But they're going to have to give him some offensive help. 
because you also saw what can happen when a good defense keys on him and the Ravens did in the, in the postseason, and they completely shut him down. When yeah. a big, strong, physical defense uh, keys on him and they couldn't find a way to do anything in the passing game. And they completely, they just said, you know, they dared him to beat him down the field. And, you know, the Ravens are known for size on the defensive line and linebacker position and their size and depth uh, really dominated that game. Uh, And the Tennessee's offensive line. And, you know, if you watch that game, Henry really had nowhere to run. There was early contact. He wasn't getting hit four and five yards down the field. He was getting hit at the line of scrimmage and shortly thereafter. And when that's the case, it's very hard, no matter how great you are, on this birthday of the great Jimmy Brown, greatest running back of all time, uh, to, to gain big yards. So they're going to have to get him more help along the offensive front and you know, weapon-wise. Although, you know, Brown is a terrific wide receiver. Um, and they do, you know, their strength is running the football. I, I think they're going to have to improve their offensive line. But I don't see Frank Reich letting that happen to his prize running back. Uh, I think he'll keep Taylor fresh. They need some help at the receiver spot. That offensive line is terrific. They're great at run blocking. They're brilliant at protecting the quarterback. I just, you know, I figure it's got to be either Sam Donald or it's got to be, um, it's got to be Philly. They were together, were they not? Wasn't wasn't he the coordinator? Wasn't he the quarterback's coach in Philly? I believe so. Well, they, if, you, well, they, if, if you look at the Colts depth chart what, and you just click a couple of the names, Paris Campbell, 23, Michael Pittman, Jr. 23, right? Zach Pascal, old Statesman, 26, the real old Statesman T Y Hilton, which was their star for several seasons. And he is dis- all but disappeared this year at 31. Yeah. So he's yeah. the guy that he has the name, but he doesn't have what, he used to produce. No, they need, they need a down the, they need a down the field guy. Right. That's Kenny Galladay would be a great fit for them. Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay is going to get a big contract. Unless they franchise, I mean, they may franchise him, but I don't know if they want to spend that kind of money. Uh, They might, but he's good. You know, he's, he's, you know, plus 20 yards a catch. Be a great fit. I love him in Baltimore. Yikes. Um, but uh, they need to stretch the field. They could do it in the draft. But I see, I, I still, you know, Philly worries me. He bitches too much. You hear all kinds of things about, you know, he walked around the joint like he owned the joint. And the team, Fell in love with Jalen Hurts. I don't know. And this is a guy, this is a kid who was, you know, an MVP and leads him on the verge of a Super Bowl before he gets hurt, then they win the Super Bowl without him. Yep. 
And you know, again, these the rankings, the statistical rankings have become so convoluted, I can't even figure them out anymore. But he was the worst quarterback in the National Football League from the ratings point of view last year. Don't get me wrong, I don't think he was the worst quarterback in the National Football League. But he certainly was nowhere near the top half. And that's being more than fair. When I say nowhere near the top half, right. he was closer to, you know, he was clearly the bottom half and probably the bottom third. In terms of skill set, he's much higher than that. But, you know, interception slash turnover waiting to happen. Bad decision waiting to happen. Confidence, absolutely not what it was. Physically, he looks okay, but the release isn't as quick. The accuracy isn't there. The decision-making has been horrible. Maybe pressure he put on himself. I don't know. But the bottom line is this is not the franchise quarterback they paid for. And it shows how quickly it can change in this league, especially at that position. Always. Every year. You can never set in stone what's going to happen with your either franchise quarterback, your get us through a couple seasons quarterback. You throw Fitz magic behind your line, just trying to maybe get a couple of reps and he's winning he 10 fucking games. He always works his way into the cup. He's ruining it for teams that are trying to just get by with five or six wins. Nope. We're going to the playoffs folks. He always works his you way know? into the quarterback conversation. Somehow, some way. Until the official trade deadline I, comes and it's, should we go after this guy? Until he officially retires, if he ever does, he's going to be in the conversation at some point or another. Never gets hurt. No. It's like he's fun. I mean, talk about Brady. Talk about father time. Seems like he's 50. And he's, he's, he looks for it. He looks to get hit. Come on. He'll flip you over his back if you're coming at him to tackle him down. No problem. He got hit harder than I've seen many quarterbacks get hit last year when he just threw the ball up for grabs and they caught it, won the game. Couldn't even see where he was throwing it. The guy hit him so hard and he slung it up there and right into the arms of his guy. Unbelievable. Amazing. Probably the play of the year. Yeah. One of them. You just can't take for granted. He literally had his face twisted off. His helmet was turned basically 180 degrees. He was looking looking at the back of his helmet. No problem. The inside, the inside rear of his helmet when he threw the ball. Ridiculous. You can't take for granted how lucky you are as a franchise or as a fan, when it's another guy, I'd love, to have, it's another guy I'd love to have in Baltimore, the perfect backup for yeah. Lamar. Okay. They're stopping you the guy, run. We got to throw guy, We're down a couple touchdowns. Bring, bring, Here he comes. Bring in the, bring in the old slinger and just, okay, guys, boom. Everybody go deep. Want to stack the box, stop Lamar from running. No problem. Everybody go Lamar. You stay in the game. Go deep. How, how's the legs? Can you still, all right, get in there. Can you catch? Just put your hands up. He'll hit you. Everybody just, you go, you go right side. 
left side, center. All right, everybody run as fast as you can, as far as you can. And then he'll just take off. Too well defended, uh, he's running for 20 yards. No problem. Sliding, you, diving. You, you, you think about the guys that are out there. And, and these guys are all, you know, top five picks. That's the thing. They're all top five picks. We mentioned them all. Whether it's famous Jameis or whether it's his counterpart, you know, Mariota, uh, you know, Sam I am. Uh, we won't count Josh Rosen because I, I think is Josh Rosen out of the league. No, I think he, well, I don't know what team he's going to end up with once the season starts, but he had bounced around to a couple different teams at the end of the season. Right. He was right. practice squad, but right. He's pra- but he's pra- pra- practice squad, you know, Philly, where's where he going to wind up? Mr. Trubisky, where's he going to wind up? Traded his slew up to get him. Where's he going to wind up? And then you have the guys that you would assume will never leave thrown out little rumblings, little dissatisfactions. Russell Wilson going on with Dan Patrick saying, you know what, Dan, I've been getting hit a little bit too much. I mean, maybe Russell doesn't have to hold the ball for three years. That's and a run good backwards point too. 20 yards. And I love him, but is it, you know, is it necessary? You can't sit down with Pete Carroll, the ultimate players coach. You know, this has got to be the dirty laundry's got to be aired. You're getting paid a fortune. They love you. They're not trading you. You know, Pete Carroll is 67. He's not letting a franchise quarterback walk out the door. Pete's a young 67. So. He's not coaching forever. What's he going to rebuild with whom? Right. Deshaun Watson? Why well, okay. At All that right. point, why bother? It's right off into the sunset. You know, I mean, you think Russell Wilson's going to ask for a trade and say, okay, I'll go to Houston. I don't think so. I'll go to the Jets. I don't think so. I think Russell Wilson wants to win. He's a winner. And he's been a winner. It's not like the team went 4-12 and last year. They're in the playoffs every year. They've got weapons. They need a little more diversified scheme. And yes, they need to draft all along the offensive line. And Russell's got to stop going back 25 yards. Throw the ball away. Throw the ball away. Throw it away. Live to not get hit another day. And I, like I said, I love him. Top five quarterback. MVP halfway through last year's season. Unfortunately for him, MVPs are decided upon an entire season. Unfortunately for him, they had to play the second half of the season. But there's weapons there. Offense have to be a little more diverse. Understand that. Open it up a little more. Understand that. And that doesn't just mean throw it deep. Some screens, some intermediate stuff on first and second down, not just on third and long. Bringing a running back you have some trust in to be an every down back. Can Seattle get an every down back, not named Marshawn Lynch? It's time. There's nothing that complements quarterback 
like a running game. Yep. Doesn't have to be a 2,000 yard rusher, but it can be a guy who can keep the defense honest running it and catching it. There are guys like that in the draft. You can find them. Cam Akers is going to be a good player. That's it. Second round pick. Nick Chubb. Yep. Beginning of the second round. They're out there to find. Almost when you look at the number of when they were picked, too easy to find. Let's take a quick break to pay the bills. He's Al Renato. I'm John Lund. We'll be right back with the new report, old report here on Sports Radio America. We welcome you back. I'm John Lund. He's Al Renato, and this is the new report, old report. We have the NFL in a state of flux with the quarterbacks in it. And we have the NBA in a state of flux with major players being in and out of lineups. Uh, our Lakers, our beloved Lakers, lose Anthony Davis for what will be an extended period of time. And I want it to be an extended period of time because I don't want him coming back until he's not just remotely ready, totally ready, 100% healthy. If they don't learn what happened to Kevin Durant with Golden State, then you never learn. Calf strain turns into Achilles, and he already had the issue with the Achilles. So stay away as long as you want. Get healthy for the postseason, not the second half of the season. Hopefully healthy enough to be full strength for the stretch drive of the regular season so you can get in playoff form in time for the playoffs. That's all I care about for Anthony Davis. Because I just fear it's an Achilles waiting to happen. Plain and simple. When the Nets have their three guys together, they're pretty good offensively. That's an understanding. When they have their three guys together, Durant will not play tomorrow night night in L.A. Uh, The new point guard will. And the self-proclaimed warrior coach Self-anointed shooting guard is supposed to play in the savants, the basketball savants, Kyrie Irving, uh, as they come into Staples coming off a, I heard a statistic this morning at SportsCenter, which I could not believe. The Nets trailed last night by 21 at the half. According to ESPN, that was the largest comeback in Nets history from a halftime deficit. The Nets have been around now a long time. And it went up to 24 a little bit after that. And it did go up to 24. But I was shocked. Don't get me wrong, folks. It's it's a big comeback. It's a great comeback. But I was very surprised here that 21 points was the largest halftime deficit. They or really any other NBA team that's been around for a long time came back from. Needless to say, they came back. They caught Phoenix. And the hot shot in Phoenix who is a terrific player, Booker did not score in the fourth quarter. The Nets putting up the defensive gem in the fourth quarter, doing it without Durant and without the Warrior, Kyrie Irving. That makes for a very interesting game tomorrow night. They will be minus their best player in, in Durant. They will have their two superstars, and the Lakers will be without or their second best player and one of their superstars. 
So we'll see what transpires tomorrow night in Staples. Very interesting game. Uh, the Lakers got what they needed on the road. Davis's first game out because I'm not looking as a Laker fan for LeBron to do more. I don't want LeBron to have to do more. LeBron shouldn't have to do more. They went out and they brought in the sixth and seventh men of the year in Schroeder and Montrose Harrell. It's time for them to do more. And they did last night. And they have to continue to do more. They have to pick up the slack, not LeBron. LeBron shouldn't have to go out and play more minutes. Shouldn't have to score more points. Those are the guys who are young and in their physical and athletic prime that should be ready to pick up this slack. KCP has struggled shooting the ball. He'll be fine. He got up very early this year, played incredibly well. He's been way down in his three-point shooting. He'll come around. But they have to get more from those two guys specifically, Schroeder and Harrell. They played terrific the other night. They have to continue to do it. And they need more help. I think, you know, it's time for uh, the guys off the bench to contribute a little more as well. Morris played a little better last night. Crucial played a little better. And uh, Paul Gasol looks like it may be a a mistake. I didn't like it at the time when they decided to sign, let Howard go and sign Gasol. Uh, I thought Gasol had more left. He, until last night, he showed absolutely nothing less than a game, but he has no left. He can't get up and down the court. Jokic uh, embarrassed him the other night. They miss how they, they, they miss Howard's strength and athleticism because Howard really got up and down the court. He's a physical specimen. He's still in great shape. He still moves very well. Gasol is a shadow of what he was. Maybe it'll change. But I would not be surprised if the Lakers tried very hard, whether it was Bulldog Drummond or to find a way to get in another athletic uh, big guy come trading deadline, buyout time, whatever the case may be. Uh, but that makes for a very interesting game. 25, and still- 8, and 7.9 from LeBron at 38 years old. Look, he, he's the number one. We talked about ad infinitum. The season is not even halfway through, but he is clearly the odds-on MVP favorite right now. With a host of others, day-by-day changing, whether it's in the the two slot or Jokic in the two slot or three slot, or can someone please throw some love to Utah and young Mr. Mitchell, who no one mentions in the MVP race. Yeah. Steph Curry, even though they're uh, you know, rollicking around 500, which is not good enough to be an MVP. But that's really the top of the heap right now. You, you, of course, cannot put anybody in there whose team is under 500, no matter how well they're playing. Or even, you know, at best, around 500. Uh, I don't think so. Unless they're ex- playing extraordinarily well. Well, Jokic is playing extraordinarily well, and they're well above 500, so he's clearly in the mix. 
Uh, the Nets are above 500, but you can't pick any one of them because they really cancel each other out. Right. Uh, you know, whether it's Harden, whether it's Durant, whether it's Kyrie. So to me, it, it's going to come down to when the time comes. It's going to be LeBron. It's going to be Embiid. It's going to be Jokic. And depending on how well the Warriors play. Warriors can get to, you know, 40 wins, 42 and 30. That makes Curry a legit MVP candidate. But right now, it's, 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 to me, it's a two-man race. Well, and as it always goes, Al, the Warriors are in the wrong conference. Their record in the East, you know, we're talking about Steph for MVP. And, 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 I didn't even, and I didn't even mention either one of the Clippers' best players. Yeah. Who have didn't been mention quiet, Paul George, quietly, who's been terrific, being didn't, very didn't, great. didn't manage the quietly great Kawhi Leonard. It's going to be interesting, and, and obviously it's too early to tell, but it's fun to talk about at this stage. And, and as for the teams, you know, Philly looks like they're the class of the East right now. Milwaukee is struggling. You notice we didn't even mention Giannis in the MVP race. Yeah. They've been they they've been surprising early on. Now they've, they've been lost trying a lot of different row, things, but it's still lost, surprising. They've lost four in a row, and their defense is really struggling. Yeah, they are giving up way too many points. I look at the box score last night, and they're missing their point guard, you know, a guy that we both love, uh, and that hurts them both offensively and defensively. But how do they have a game where Middleton takes eight shots? Yeah. Their number two offensive player took eight shots. Can't happen. Eighth. There's a been a, there's a lot of games like that. And as you know, being the degenerate I am, I take a look at the player props more than the teams to win just because it's such a wacky year, especially for the basketball, sports, college included. Not having fans, I I think it could really screw with the team. Once in a while. And all you need is once in a while when you decide, oh, I'm going to go after this team. They're favored by eight, and they just don't have it, and they don't have the crowd to maybe get them out of a funk. There will be some lines from guys that you would expect are going to do something, and every once in a while for one night, they don't show up. And that happens in the NBA, obviously, but it seemingly has been happening a lot more this year, and understandably so. I get it. It's... Not the easiest thing in the world to be doing this. Josh Hart, last night off the bench for the Jazz, 29.7 rebounds a plus 30. The other night, and I said this to the boys in the NBA Network, I, I asked Frank Isola and Brian Scalabrini you know, if they could you know, search the record books. Josh Hart, off the bench, had 17 rebounds. Wow. And I said to them, look, I, I have no, I'm just going from memory and my experience. And, you know, we see constantly stats they bring up in sports center every morning, noon and night, uh, friends at Elias. I would love for Elias to tell me in NBA history, the number of times a guard, and I'm not counting LeBron. First of all, I'd have to come off the bench. The number of times a guard, as, and as I said, maybe a couple off the bounce, who knows, but 
When was the last time a guard had 17 rebounds off the bench in NBA history? And and Brian Scalabrini said to me, it's got to be a handful. If it's happened at all. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, you could probably guess a couple guys like uh, Westbrook who have done it, but they're not doing it off the bench, as you mentioned. They're not doing it off the bench. Yeah, that's Oscar Roberts is not doing it off the bench. Magic Johnson's not doing it off the bench. I'll tell you. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan are doing it off the bench. The former Lakers, the former all Lakers team for this year to start the season has been pretty phenomenal. Oh, Julius Randall. I think about about it. Brandon Ingram. (laughs) You you see them throw the highlights out. It's like, damn, they used to to be on the Lakers. My my question to people, my question to people is close your eyes. And go back in time with me. Just close your eyes for a second. And listen to this phrase. With the second overall pick in the NBA draft, the Los Angeles Lakers select Jason Tatum. Now that pick would be instead of Lonzo Ball. Do they still make the trade? Jason Tatum, Ingram, and Josh Hart. Yeah. 17 rebounds a game off the bench for Anthony Davis. They really have made any hypothetical, almost impossible to go the other way with after winning. And if they don't think about this, LeBron James, Jason Tatum, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and then you sign Anthony Davis anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the the Jason Tatum is, well, it'll always hurt. Because I, I don't foresee him ever coming to L.A. during his career. I mean, you never know, but that one's going to always sting. Because the, uh, the alternate was Lonzo Ball, who has developed into an okay player. He's an okay pro. He's all right. Unfortunately, okay. his rookie brother is better than he is. He's okay. He's okay, but he's not a number two draft pick ahead of Jason Tatum. But the but, Lakers have not drafted anybody in that group. The only guy who's really been a disappointment, and Lonzo Ball's been disappointed, was his second pick. Yeah. In terms of the, you simply can't stay on the court is the now, once again, injured uh, and surgically repaired now Minnesota point guard. D'Angelo Russell. And he's been supreme to talent. four teams. Right. Right. But in terms of talent, the Lakers nailed it on the talent over the years. Yeah. Josh Randall. Yeah. If you remember, all these guys – came out with one year. Randall, one year. D'Angelo Russell, one year. Lonzo Ball, one year. Brandon Ingram, one year. All one season. All coming out at like 19 years old. So you only have so much time to develop and Refine your game. Incredibly raw. Randall, incredibly raw. Loved him in Kentucky. 
Loved it when the Lakers took him. But his game was so raw, athletically gifted. I thought he had the chance to be a rich man's Draymond Green. In terms of his bounce, in terms of his activity, in terms of all the different things he could do. And he's even better than I thought he was going to be in terms of his skill set offensively. Because he's improved his range, he's improved his jump jump shot, always a good rebounder, always great hops, uh, always good vision. He's worked incredibly hard. I hope he's an all-star. I hope he makes the all-star team. Because he's worked incredibly hard to improve and refine his game. And he's still only, I believe, 26. But that shows, you know, how much time it takes when you come out that young and your game is not that refined. So the Lakers have drafted incredibly well. First round, second round. Obviously, guys, they've still got, you know, the trade to get the Kuzma pick. Kuzma's getting better all the time, understands his role. Very, very solid player, got the new contract and is playing under control, not trying to do too much, understanding what it's like to play with LeBron and the advantages of playing. So the Lakers have drafted incredibly well. The biggest disappointment of all those picks was obviously Alonzo because he was taken at the second spot and he's not a savior. He's not a franchise savior. You know, he's never going to be a star. You expect stars. You look for stars. Especially when you didn't take Jason Taylor. Who's a star? Who's a star? And, and he happens and, to and, be and, on the rival and, and has a chance to be, you know, he has a chance to be a great player. Still struggling with the virus, recovering from the virus, an offensive machine. I said before that draft, I thought he would be the best pro in the draft. Jury's out, but I think I'm going to be right. We'll see. Still a ways to go, and we're closer and closer to caring about college basketball. Al, it's always a pleasure. We'll do it again next week. Folks, my partner, the great John Tiny Lund, I am Al Renato, a.k.a. from Al from White Plains. Have a great and safe sports. We'll be back 8 p.m. Eastern time here on Sports Radio America. You can listen at sportsradioamerica.com and interact with the show there as well or find us on the TuneIn app by searching for Sports Radio America. You can also follow John Lund under the same handle on Twitter at London Bridge. Thanks again for listening.